it's time for Steve Stebbing. What the hell should we watch this weekend? There's probably a delay on my mic. That sounded terrible, I'm sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Steve is in Penticton. Uh, Steve Stebbing, how are you, buddy? Good. I feel the the long week and a short week type thing that you were just talking about. I feel I, I relate to that one. And I think it's just because we have to cram, like work-wise, you have to cram more into four days. You have to cram five days into four days. So yeah. It's like, I, that's kind of what it is, you know? You're still getting the same mm-hmm. amount of work done. It's like yeah. when a colleague goes on vacation and they get a vacation Oof. and you just have to do their work too, you know? Yeah. And they come back and they're like, why is everything messed up? And yeah. like, I was trying. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. All right, uh, stevestebbing.ca, by the way, if you want to follow along, what the hell should we watch this weekend? It's very simple. It's a list of shows, new shows, old shows, streaming shows, all of that, that Steve recommends or, in some cases, uh, very much doesn't recommend, that you invest your time with. Don't forget, coming up next, the AV Club will get recommendations on from you, the shift head, on what we should watch here, too. Let's get started with uh, The Little Mermaid. You can't live in that world unless you become a human yourself. Is that even possible? Uh-huh. That's what I live for. <laughs> now, The Little Mermaid, is this the one that caused a little controversy um, about mm-hmm. the mermaid this time, Steve? Yes, this is the casting of uh, Halle Bailey as Ariel, uh, a black woman playing playing Ariel. Mm-hmm. Uh, which just ruffled feathers everywhere. But why um, is that? Like, I, I don't, don't know. I don't understand. Okay, so I get the old cartoon version of Ariel was sort of this stereotype white blonde mm-hmm. girl. The thing that when I saw the trailer, I just actually saw the trailer today. It was on just on TV when I was watching a show. And, um, and the characters, there's a lot of Caribbean characters in it. Mm-hmm. And for um, the complexion of the, the the animated character in this is darker. It's not it's not um, black or white. It is more a mid tone of skin complexion. Uh, it's it's not black hair. It's like a lighter blonde hair. Like it's yeah. it, the the thing that blows my mind about it is there's so much of this that is um, done in, like Caribbean. Why wouldn't it include somebody that has a darker skin complexion? That might have grown up in the Caribbean. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense. I don't know what, it's, what the big deal is. The casting is definitely more of a melting pot. And I, I think, the, I mean, a lot of the anger is coming from racism, for sure. Um, but um, a lot of the anger is like, don't mess with my stuff. But I, I think, because, I mean, they've been remaking all of these Disney films for over 10 years now. And I honestly think that little this this Little Mermaid is the first one to actually get it and get mm-hmm. do it kind of right. And well, yeah, because um, the pendulum the, doesn't swing so far the other way that it looks mm-hmm. obviously strange, right? Yeah, no, it, it and it's funny because I think the Little Mermaid might be the most revered of those anim, animated films, probably the most loved and celebrated. Um, and so there was a really high bar for this film to, to kind of live up to. And I, I, and it it isn't as good as the original film, Mm. obviously, but it still manages to be a a well put together and entertaining film. Um, and, uh, Halle Bailey is a star for sure. 
and they picked a really good Eric as well. I, I thought he looked great as well. Um, so yeah, I was kind of into this film. Uh, I think it helped that, uh, you know, my wife and daughter were there and super excited about the movie. So I kind of like absorbed that energy as well. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think if you just keep an open mind, audiences will really love this movie. Well, yeah. And I I would even, I don't want to sound like I'm correcting you, but it's not even about an open mind. It is a current Mm -hmm. version of a really great show. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I don't even think it's a correction to the old show. There was nothing wrong with the old show. This is just a far more representative of today's world show. I, you know, of, I, and I hate political overcorrections. Like I do. They drive me bananas. This is not that. This is just a great representation of what it looks like today. So it's a live action show that's just heavily character generated and filtered. Is that really? Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of CG and I will admit that there is some questionable or, um, I'll just say it janky CG in this movie that it makes you like, kind of like ooh, what was that what was going on there but uh, i think it's fewer and far between i and i think um it has lesser faults um, mm. than it has things that uh succeed in the yeah. film um it's very you know what it looks like very very filtered like you see on an instagram mm. post that's heavily filtered that's really what it looks yeah. like but it's uh mostly real people except for like the crabs those don't talk in real life those the crabs and the and, and uh you know sebastian of course flounder and scuttle <laughs> Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Those aren't real? No. Uh oh. <laughs> what the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve Stemming is here next on the list about my father. No? No. Okay. Okay. Next on the list, Creed Three? Question mark. All right. Why does somebody else live your life? I had to draw the line. I'm just getting started, little brother. I had to draw the line between my brothers and my enemies. I'm coming for it all. He's not going to stop. Then you make him. All right. um, Tell us about uh, Creed 3. Yeah, this baby's new on Blu-ray and 4K this week. Um, And the third film in a a Rocky spin-off trilogy that, I mean, honestly has exceeded expectations and how good it was going to be in the first place. And uh, Michael B. Jordan makes his directorial debut uh, with this film and manages to carry on and close Adonis Creed's story in such a great way, uh, facing off with a great opponent, uh, Jonathan Majors, who I don't really want to praise anywhere on the radio here, given that he's kind of had some bad stuff recently. Um, but yeah, I really dug Creed three. It does really lends itself to the home entertainment experience as well. So crank up those uh, speakers and get some boxing action this weekend. All right, Steve Stebbing, and next on the list is You Hurt My Feelings. She's been lying to me this whole time. I wasn't lying. I was encouraging. That's not true. You were lying to be encouraging. You know what? As an actor, Mark isn't always great. So the times when you don't think he's good, what do you say, Mark? You were so fantastic. Really? (gasps) All right, tell us about it. I'm kind of all over the map here, but work with me. Yeah, this is a a new film from uh, writer-director Nicole Holofcener, uh, a really great writer uh, making really interesting uh, and very human comedy dramas. But uh, this one seems unrelatable on on its outside because it's about kind of like uh, um, 
higher middle class uh, uh, New York intellectuals. Uh, but it's Julia Louis Dreyfus and Tobias Menzies uh, from The Crown uh, playing um, a long married couple who are just kind of in that rut of their relationship uh, and uh, kind of eavesdropping on her husband, kind of hears some. Uh, some less than supportive stuff about herself and it ends up uh, kind of causing a rift in their marriage even more than it was already there. Um, and I don't know, just the way Holofsener writes, she's just so relatable. She's so funny. And uh, this is a really great recovery for Julia Louise Dreyfus uh, uh, after uh, um, that really bad you people on uh, Netflix, which oh. I, I mean, Oh, it's just awful, awful film. Okay. Moving on. Uh, next on the list is Kandahar. <laughs> Breaking news exposing the CIA's sabotage of Iran's nuclear reactor. Our cover is blown. We leave in 15 minutes. Stretch and point. There's an old CIA base in Kandahar. Just want to go home and I'll be with you. Okay. Um, let me guess. Is the uh, Does he leave his translator behind and no one saves him? Oh, no, that was real life politics. <laughs> no, this is it, it's funny because nobody plays the grizzled survivor like uh gerard butler he just like has this or like, grizzled anyway right one tone to him and it's funny like i think back to like ps i love you and stuff and he was like a heartthrob at the time right mm-hmm. and you like bring him back and then you look at gerard now and you're like whoo the action genre has been hard on you pal and but it, it fits it fits though he, he's good at he it kind though, of yeah. like has it and and Kandahar well, is like, like an he's got this film. playful he's got a playful relatable tone to him but yeah. still incredibly like not sure if you're gonna punch me in the mouth exactly and I, I like when he plays fun stuff but Kandahar is, is grim to to a key you know because he's kind of like the, this this uh kind of CIA contractor that's left behind uh enemy lines after he's exposed by the the media and um kind of has to run for his life to find uh, a safe way out of uh, out of Afghanistan with every single um, person coming down on him in those countries. And um, I mean, it's a little bland and formulaic in parts, but damn, it was actually entertaining. It really got me. Fascinating. Love it. Okay. Steve Stebbing is here. Steve Stebbing CA. As we roll through what the hell should we watch this weekend? Let's jump to the, uh, the DVDs, the Blu-rays for the mega high death and Shazam Fury of the Gods. A lot has changed in the last few years. The wizard gave me superpowers. Shazam! And then everybody got superpowers. Started from the bottom, now we're here. All right, here's the situation. Started from the bottom, now the whole team here. Daughters of Atlas are coming to hunt us. So Shazam uh, is an 80s comic and the god is Drake. <laughs> At least for the trailer. I really... I, I'm not a big Drake fan at all. I'm sorry to our listeners in Toronto, but uh, the T dot. But uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not big, a big fan of his. Um, I thought even the you're wearing a song Pulp Fiction T-shirt. Was, yeah, right. I am. So One I don't know. I don't... of all time. That's that's for the Skype people to, to see, <laughs> the Zoom people to see. The Zoom people, um, I love it. But but I, I mean. Talking about Shazam and Zachary Levi as this character, it works. If you liked the first film, I enjoyed the first film, then you'll pretty much have the stand that same standard feeling about the second film. It's not better. It's not worse. It just kind of exists in the same vein. Um, 
uh, I don't know. There's a lot of heart to these movies. David F. Sandberg kind of uh, it's kind of his strength when it comes to this one. And it's funny because the guy's usually a horror director, but uh, he pulled off these ones uh, serviceably. Like I said, they're not they're not Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, um, but it's still an enjoyable experience. All right, what the hell should we watch this weekend? I want to get to it really quickly just because it is the cocaine bear. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 don't eat that, don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on The bear, it did cocaine. All right, um, there you go. It is the uh, cocaine bear. Just as soon as the trailer starts, Steve starts to smile. It's just ridiculous. It's a it's a Hollywood budget B movie, and it's just fun. You know, I didn't know Elizabeth Banks had this in her, and it's just yeah. it's great. It's good stuff. Face and the yeah. <laughs> that's good too. There's that too. And I mean, it it's an '80s movie too, so. Yeah, it has that to it? And you brought up Pulp Fiction. It's one another one of those um, multi-story things that all lead to certain points as well. It's kind of fragmented like that, so it's interesting you brought that up as well. Oh, there you go. It's a nice fat time all together. Okay, uh, Steve Stebbing.ca. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Our movie and streaming expert here on the shift.